Welcome back to the Mike and Andrew Show. I'm Andrew Serwick here with Mike Meredith. Mike, how you doing this fine Tuesday evening? I'm doing good, man. That's good. We got lots to talk about, so let's get right into it. Uh, going Starting with the NFL Thursday night football, I think we had our toilet bowl of the week. Uh, it's either that or Sunday night. We'll we'll get into that. But anyways, uh, the Bears hosted the Panthers. Bears win this one 16 to 13. Um, my my first question is is who the fuck thought this would be a great idea for a primetime game? Because wh- whoever did needs to get arrested. Like this was just embarrassing, really for both teams. Yeah, prime is just like throwing money away like they don't give up they literally do not care about Thursday night man this is like the first coming up this next week is like the first good actual game on Thursday night it's usually like two shit teams or two mid teams it's like never any good matchups so but yeah just to have like these two teams man like two infamous, infamously bad like uh yeah I mean pretty much one is expected really low scoring really shitty play both both ways Panthers literally just lost to the team that has their pick. Crazy. Yeah, I, I guess for the Panthers, it really didn't matter uh, win or lose. For the Bears, it really mattered if they won because that sent that pick further down the road for them uh, because they're, that, that that pick is basically competing against Arizona right now. But, yeah, just horrible play from everyone. Uh, Bryce Young looked like ass. Badgett looked like ass. I, I believe Fields is going to be back this week, so that might help Chicago a little bit. But is it really going to make any difference? Not really. <laughs> uh, may, maybe like maybe like a nice run play every now and then from Chicago, but that's about it. But yeah, this this was just a horrible game. Uh, but yeah, Bears with the W. Uh, to Germany went the uh, the Patriots and the Colts and. Yeah, this was another toilet bowl. I, I think I think this yeah, might be this one might be the toilet bowl just because of how little was scored here. Patriots uh, losing here. The Colts win it, ten to six. Um, look, it looked like both these teams weren't prepared. It looked like both these teams just didn't care, didn't want to be there, didn't want to play. Um, Minshew looked like shit. Mac Jones looked like. I I don't even know how to describe it. He just looked horrible Matt in this Jones game. Was, yeah. He he doesn't even it's like he doesn't give a shit that he's in the NFL. It's it's just yeah. They uh they literally benched Mac Jones at the end of the game for Bailey Zappi and I I think that might even do that moving forward. Like they did that last was it last year or two years ago where they put Zappi in and he played like three or four games for Mac Jones, so they they just need a quarterback, man. They need need to move on from Mac Jones. He's not the answer in New England. Neither's Belichick either, man. I think Belichick's gone after this year too. Yeah. I, get, a, get a new quarterback. Get a new head coach too, while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Bengals hosted the Texans, and the Texans yeah. win thirty to twenty seven. C.J. Stroud did it again, man. He is fucking phenomenal. Dude, he he really is phenomenal. Uh, Joe Burrow did not have a really good day. Um, you know, he threw two picks in this one. But man, uh, just just a really really nice uh, game from C.J. Stroud yet again. Man, 356 yards passing, really just looking incredible. Uh, obviously, the best rookie QB, probably rookie of the year at this rate. Yeah, he should definitely get a win rookie of the year and. This is kind of like the opposite of a uh, Peyton Manning-Ryan Leaf situation where you know Peyton went number one and Ryan Leaf went number two and Ryan Leaf was horrible. This time, you know, we're going to be talking about Bryce Young at number one who is looking like a bust, CJ Stroud number two, and them, you know, really missing there, man. I mean, uh, CJ Stroud looks like the QB that uh, Carolina should have took, man, and they definitely fumbled that. Yeah, they fumbled that hard. I mean, they, they – they gave up their future for uh, the, the the Keebler elf. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, he, like he he just Bryce Young. He just doesn't look like he belongs out there, man. Uh, he he really doesn't. Uh, the Steelers hosted the Packers. 
Uh, Steelers winning this one 23-19. Another one of those toilet bowl games. Um, uh, Jordan Love looked like complete dog ass yet again. Uh, Kenny Pickett didn't play very well, but uh, Pittsburgh obviously just pulling out the win here, uh, get, getting a much-needed win. They're still a playoff team, man. They're 6-3 and three right now. I didn't expect them to be 6-3 and three at this point, and here, here the fuck we are. I mean, this team is not that good, but they're winning their games, and they're, you know, in the playoffs right now. Yep, they're finally winning, and, uh, yeah, it was another toilet bowl. I mean, I didn't watch any of this game much, but just seeing the score, just Jordan Love is not it after that, you know, false uh, sense of hope in that week one game. And Steelers find a way to still win. I mean, uh, there was a lot of big um, uh, losses in the division this week with the Bengals we talked about, and we'll get to the Ravens game. So that definitely helped them out. Yeah, it, it definitely helped them out. But yeah, the Packers just haven't been good since week one, man. It, it really is a shame. Uh, the Bucks hosted the Titans, winning that game 20-6. to Now, I picked the Titans to win this game. I thought this was just a, a scrappy sort of game the Titans like to win. Unfortunately, it didn't play out this week for them. Um, a nice bounce-back win for, from Tampa Bay after a pretty nice losing skid, skid here. Uh, Baker Mayfield pr- played pretty decently. Will Levis looked like a fucking bum out there. He, he didn't look look any good. Um, Derrick Henry, very, very unproductive day. 24 yards on 11 touches. Uh, the Tennessee defense, we know, is obviously garbage. Uh, but this was a nice bounce back uh, from Baker, or for the for the Bucks in general, I should say. Yeah, I think the Bucks have a real chance of winning this division. Um, Atlanta looks like trash. We'll get to their game. I mean, that was awful. And then the Saints, I have no faith in the Saints. They're up and down every week. Um, I think that Tampa Bay is my favorite to take this division. So getting back on track uh, is good for them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're second in their division right now. They're four and five. New Orleans is five and five. I, I think right now, the betting favorite is New Orleans to win the division. Um, just looking at the two schedules, what's remaining for both of them, uh, I, I think New Orleans has the slightly easier schedule, so it makes sense why they're the favorite. But I, I think the Bucks, if they can turn this thing around completely like they did this week, they they can you know end up winning this division. But yeah, a nice bounce back win for the Bucks for sure. Uh, the Ravens hosted the Browns and the Browns win this 33 to 31. This was a very fun game to watch. Um Lamar Jackson looked like a bum out there. Uh Deshaun Watson, you know, he he played a decent game, I would say. Um not not as bad as Lamar Jackson, that's for sure. Um but you know a uh, a, a game winning field goal for Cleveland in this one, um, in a comeback victory as well. Yeah. So when I was uh, first watching the NFL games this week, I was looking at the uh, ESPN uh, score ticker, and it showed Baltimore was up fourteen nothing with like five minutes in the first. So I was like, "Here we go. Here's another big blot for Baltimore." And then next thing you know, I look in the Cleveland ended up winning the game, so Lamar Jackson had a meltdown, and um, the Ravens melted down the fourth quarter and gave that one to the Browns. Yeah, Lamar, Lamar had his meltdown, and that that defense for Cleveland really stood up in the fourth quarter. Uh, re- really, in the second half, that that defense stood up quite a bit, um, but but mostly just late in that fourth quarter is really where that defense finally decided, okay, let's play some football now, um, closing that gap down uh to Baltimore. Um obviously Cleveland has had their bye week, Baltimore hasn't, so um essentially Cleveland just a half a game back um from Baltimore in this one. A very good win, uh, which obviously it helped the Steelers too with their win. Um making this div- this is the best division of football right now, wouldn't you agree? I would like, like yeah, every every definitely. every team in the in that division is a playoff team right now, mm-hmm. um, which is insane. E- even the Bengals are. Um, so yeah, 
very good game there. Uh, the Jaguars hosted the 49ers. This was a nice bounce-back week for the 49ers coming off the bye week, um, going on the road, and they get a nice win here, 34-3. to Now, I'm not going to say Brock Purdy's back because he's not, okay? He's he's still Brock Purdy. Uh, Trevor Lawrence just looked like complete shit, man. This That offense could not do anything. Uh, we got to see... You know, this new defense uh, with Chase Young. And boy, did that defense look fucking amazing uh, with Chase Young there. Yeah, they uh, they had a huge bounce back uh, week. Uh, 49ers, man, they there was definitely some concerns there after they lost three straight. And Jacksonville being 6-2, and two, a lot of people thought that uh, they had a, a good chance to lose that game. But uh, they came in just destroy Jacksonville. So that's definitely going to be nice moving forward here um, for the 49ers, building some more confidence back up in that team. Yeah, definitely a lot more, uh, you know, uh, confidence for the 49ers. That defense looked really, really good last night, like I said. Chase Young especially looked really good. Uh, Brock Purdy, obviously, he he was basically playing catch with George Kittle, uh, who who only had three three touchdowns. receptions but he he had you know 116 yards receiving George Kittle so really nice game from him the uh the Vikings hosted the Saints the Vikings win 27 to 19 uh New Orleans drops to 5 and 5 they're still leading their division though um you know this was a uh, this was a pretty good game from Josh Dobbs uh you know he he really is starting to fit in a little bit uh, with this Minnesota uh, offense, and, and things are still rolling. I'm surprised that he's really f- started to fit in here. Uh, yeah. Which is, you know, but, uh, man, Jameis Winston looked like shit this weekend, too. Yeah, Saints just up and down every week. You never know with them. The Vikings, um, they finally are starting to get things quick, and I think that's five in a row now for them. Josh Dobbs is taking a hold of this offense pretty quickly, and um, it's kind of scary now for Detroit. I mean, the Vikings, if they would have lost this week, Detroit, they would have only been like a half game behind. So they um, they definitely are uh, creeping up here. Yeah, they're definitely creeping up. Uh, you know, Justin Jefferson, he's eligible to be back this week. I think they're going to rest him this week, though. In my opinion, they would. Um before the bye week uh, for Minnesota, it'd be probably in their best interest to get another week of rest. They don't need that help at receiver uh, coming into this week, and we'll discuss that in Thursday's episode. Uh, but yeah, a very solid game from the Vikings. Josh Dobbs, I'm, I'm surprised he's plugged and played this well for them, uh, but it seems to be working, so so all credit to them. The, uh, the Chargers hosted the Lions. Lions winning on a last-second field goal on a balls coming off a ballsy, ballsy yeah. gamble from from uh, Dan Campbell, going for it on fourth and two instead of just kicking the field goal from where they were, so they could run out the clock and not give the Chargers a chance to uh, to go down the field because in that second half, man, you know the Lions' defense just stopped playing. Uh, the the offense was playing very well throughout the entire game. The defense looked really good in the first half and then just completely fell apart in the second half and allowed L.A. to get back into this game. But, yeah, very ballsy call from Dan Campbell to run the clock out, uh, on that, uh, to go for the fourth and two, to run that clock out, um, and then kick the game-winning field goal that way to not give L.A. a chance to win this. Lions approved to 7-2 and two now. Very solid game from from both quarterbacks. I mean, Justin Herbert looked really, really good, um, and Jared Goff he he is very underrated. A lot of people hate on him a little bit too much, man. He has really, really fit in with this uh, with this system. Yeah, um, this was a crazy game, man. Uh, so I actually missed the first half of this game. I um... I was out doing something, and then I came back. I watched the whole second half, and uh, it was like back and forth all that second half, it seemed like. 
Um, and yeah, that was a really ballsy move, man. I was like, man, just kick the field goal. But you know, Dan Campbell, man, he likes to uh, go for it. He went for it five times on fourth down. There were four for five on fourth down conversions. Not so good on third downs. I think there were like four for 13 on third down conversions in that game. But fourth down, they went for it. They got it and ran the timeout so that Justin Herbert didn't get a chance to uh, take the Chargers down the field. So it was a good game. Uh, defense definitely needs to step it up, though. I mean, giving up 38 points is, you know, going to be tough to win a game. But it was a shootout in the Lions and ended up winning that game 7-2. and two. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Lions have the second-best record in the entire NFL, which is crazy to think about. Uh, still in that hunt for that first seed in the playoffs. Um, but David Montgomery, finally back from injury, 12 carries and 116 yards. That block by J-Mo on that, one, on that touchdown run, absolutely incredible uh, to, to see what he did. Some, some effort from J-Mo for once. I like it. I like it. Uh, the Cardinals hosted the Falcons. The Falcons losing this one. Uh, Arizona wins 25-23. Kyler Murray, obviously he's back from injury. Um, you know, he, he was waiting for that cod to drop before he came back. And, you know, it, uh, I I guess it kind of helped him, uh, in this game. I mean, he didn't look the greatest. I mean, he went 19 for 32, um, Taylor Heineke looked like shit, you know, but at the end of the day, a very, very close game. Another, you know, last-second field goal to win this game uh, this weekend, which seemed to be a lot of those this weekend, man. Uh, but Arizona getting the W here. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a crazy game, man. I uh, kept seeing the score flip back and forth between uh, field goals uh, between the two teams and, Arizona ended up winning, so you know they uh, their draft picks now moved up, and Carolina, well, Chicago now uh, with Carolina's pick got that uh, number one pick, and the Falcons continue to drop in this easy division that they have, which is super winnable, and they just can't seem to get it together. Yeah, they they just have no offense. I mean, their defense is so good, but. Their their offense just has no answers for anyone, um, which is kind of you know pretty sad. Uh, the Cowboys hosted the Giants, and unlike the the, la- the the first game that they played against each other this year, the Giants weren't shut out in this one. Cowboys win forty nine seventeen. Um, you know Dak has got to get these interceptions under control. Yes, he only threw one this week. Um, but he, he looked pretty solid still overall. 400 yards passing and four touchdowns. You, screw the interception. You played a really damn good game. Um, and on the opposite side, uh, Danny DeVito. I mean, to, uh, Tommy what's DeVito. Yeah, Tommy DeVito. Yeah, I know. He, you you could have you thrown Danny DeVito out there and you wouldn't have been able to fucking tell the difference. I mean, you know, 14 for 27 and 86 yards. Yeah, you threw two touchdown passes, but come on, man. What is what is this shit? Saquon didn't do anything. Um and obviously this Giants defense is garbage. Uh and Dallas just took care of business really uh getting the nice W. Yeah, that's the thing with Dallas, man. It seems like they always beat up on the bad teams and then when a real matchup comes like the 49ers or the Eagles, they they melt down. So I mean, they were like 18 18- Point favorites going into this game. The Giants, I mean, like I said, you could have thrown anyone in that quarterback. They weren't going to do anything. The team's cooked. Um, they definitely need to start rebuilding from the ground up. I would say Saquon is like the only competent person that can stay. The rest of them got to go. Yeah, I mean, they, they got to draft a quarterback in this draft, I, I think. Daniel Jones ain't going to cut it, uh, but he's in a halo right now anyway, so it doesn't really matter. The uh the Seahawks hosted the Commanders. Uh, Seattle winning this one twenty nine twenty six. Yet again, a last second field goal. Um, th- this was a game that was pretty close throughout pretty much the entire time. It was just back and forth scoring. Uh, it was it basically came down to who had the last possession in the fourth quarter, and and it was Seattle that had that last possession. Geno Smith 
didn't play the greatest game. Um, you know, he threw uh, th- for 370 yards, but um, he he wasn't. I, I wouldn't say he wasn't. You know, great, but he just it something just didn't seem right. Uh, but I'm gonna give credit to Sam Howell in this game. 300 yards, uh, three touchdowns, and, you know, 29 for 44. But, I mean, he has no offensive line in front of him at all. He got sacked a billion times and still put up that number, man. Really, really solid game from him, despite, you know, having no protection. Yeah, um, definitely a hard-fought effort by the Commanders, but uh, Seahawks get that W. Yeah, I mean, this is a Washington team that sold everything they could. And just barely lost to a you know pretty good Seattle team, so I, I'm gonna give credit to the two Commanders, man. They played a very good game. Uh, the Raiders hosted the Jets Sunday Night Football, another toilet bowl. Raiders sneaking out the W, 16 to 12. I had the Jets winning just because of the defense. Um, just awful. Awful offense from both sides uh, of the uh, of this matchup. I mean, Vegas has no quarterback play. Obviously, the Jets have no quarterback quarterback play because Zach Wilson's a fucking bum. Uh, Aiden O'Connell had a pretty shit game as well. Um, th- this was just another boring game, um, and uh, very low scoring as well. Not not an exciting game. Nothing really to talk about either because just everyone. Every te- both teams in this and all the players are just horrible. Yeah, it was a really tough game here. Um, Raiders and Jets, man, just not not a good game. Really, uh, another total ball of the week. I saw something like the Jets had scored offensive touchdown in like eleven quarters or something like that. It's been like forever. Um, they were getting penalized a lot and. This wasn't really uh, a good win or loss for either team. I mean, they both just didn't play good at all. But both these teams, again, why are we having bad teams on primetime football? It'll never make sense to me, man. And then lastly, last night, um, Denver's defense coming up big uh, against a Buffalo team that should have easily won this game. Uh, Russell Wilson had a very very nice game in this one the uh the the pass to uh to Cortland Sutton just kind of looked like a uh like like classic Russell Wilson you know prime Russell Wilson's uh pass uh Josh Allen an abysmal game threw two interceptions didn't hit 200 yards like I said man I don't think the Bills are going to make the playoffs and a loss like this kind of almost confirms that theory for me yeah the Bills man they've they've melted down I think I mean, I kind of said this earlier in the year, even though they, they did bounce back, and then now they're being really bad again. I said that uh, if they are a flame out again, man, it might be time to sell, man, get rid of Stephon Diggs. Um, I mean, keep Josh Allen, but just try and rebuild everything else around because they really don't have much. I mean, if they're going to keep flaming out like this, man, missing the playoffs, the Dolphins are probably going to win this division. They were losing to the Bengals and the Chiefs in the postseason the last few years, so it's like gotta try something new. You gotta you gotta change it up. And the Broncos, man, I mean, they've had some big wins recently. They beat the Chiefs, um, and now the Bills. So we'll see how they do moving forward here. Uh, but the Bills honestly just lost this game. A lot of penalties, uh, fumbles. Josh Allen. Didn't do that well. Just pretty poor performance by the Bills all around. Yeah, very, very poor performance. Josh, he's he's been thro- he. I think he has more picks this year than he does touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, just absolutely abysmal game from Buffalo. Uh, I'm but Denver's defense the last few weeks, man, they have been really, really good. Even with some losses in there, they've held teams to pretty low points totals. Um, after you know, giving up seventy to Miami, they they've really tightened down on defense, which is obviously you know good to see. You want to see that improvement. 
but yeah, man, if Buffalo continues to play like this, um, there's there's no way they're gonna make the playoffs. So that wraps up the uh, NFL games for this week ten. Uh, so now we're going to get into the power rankings, um, heading into week 11 here. Uh, so let's get right into it, man. Uh, at number 10, moving up five spots, the Houston Texans, um, never thought this season I would see the Texans near this top 10, but here they are. They are a playoff team right now in a bad division. They could win this division, um, especially if if the Jags start to really shit the bed now. Um, and and yeah, uh, you know C.J. Stroud has been playing phenomenal the last couple weeks now. After a couple rough weeks followed or following a very good start to the season, uh, this defense is actually looking pretty damn good. Um, uh, Devin Singletary. Has been playing some damn good ball for them. Um, it's uh, it, th- this offense has looked really, really good this year. Um, so yeah, I, I think Houston deserves this this tenth uh, place spot, considering everything that that's been happening for them so far this year. Yeah, I like this spot for Houston. Um, you know, they had a big win this week. They deserve to move up in the power rankings. And I distinctly remember, I don't remember a lot, but I do remember at the start of the year, one of our first episodes, one of the bold takes we had uh, were the Texans to win seven games. And I think we both said, not a chance, man. But it's looking like they might do it, man. Yeah, I I think we're both going to be proven wrong on that one. Uh, They have just been playing some really good ball, man. And, And CJ Stroud especially, he's just been incredible. Without Nico Collins, too. So, yeah. Uh, the Browns move up one spot to number nine. Uh, obviously, a big, big win against a division rival. Um, the Browns have been playing some really good football. They're, that defense has been really, really good this year. Uh, Deshaun Watson being back definitely helps. Um, and Deshaun played like Desh- like the Deshaun we know. Uh, played really, really good uh, this week, and and it showed, and it, and obviously they had the nice win. Obviously they won it on a last second field goal, but I mean, hey, a win's a win, and yeah, I mean they're still a top ten team in my books. Yeah, they definitely are. Uh, a um, big week for them, and uh, definitely still a top ten team. Moving down four spots to number eight, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, look, they got cooked this week. I mean, absolutely cooked by the 49ers. Uh, the defense decided they didn't want to play. Trevor Lawrence looked like shit. Um, now, look, Jacksonville, obviously they're still on top of their division, but Houston's right there now uh, knocking on the door, which, honestly, I thought Jacksonville had this wrapped up to begin with, you know, to start the season. But now Houston's been playing good ball. Um, they they got to turn some things around. They got to stop playing games like this. If you know, I still think they're a top ten team right now. But yeah, a loss like this, you can't have that, especially if you want to, you know, go out there and win your division very very handedly. Yeah, this was um, you know, a tough week for Jacksonville with the Forty ers they uh, they definitely had um, the opportunities here, but they they got beat pretty bad. Um, definitely deserve to move down the rankings, but I think that they should still be over Houston because they still have the division lead and um, definitely on paper at least still the better team. But Houston's coming up on on them, so they definitely got to start performing better. Yeah, it, like I said, man, and like you just said, they they got to start performing better. Because Houston's coming, man. They they really are. It's it's amazing what just what this one year has done for them. This one draft class has done for them. Uh, moving up one spot to number seven, the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, a big win over the Giants. Um, you know, forty nine to seventeen. They looked very solid. Um, 
you know, it, it will be interesting because I still have to play some good teams the rest of this year. I believe they still, well, they do have to play the Lions still, but that's at home. So we'll see how they perform there. There's still some question marks, especially with Dak and the interceptions. But, you know, he I, I feel like he straightened himself out for the most part this week. Um, and that defense, obviously, yes, it's the Giants. They have no offense, but still held up a very, very good fight in this one. So, yeah, Dallas, you know, I think seven's a good spot. You could probably argue to be higher. You could also argue to be lower, but I, I say the seven's a pretty good spot for them. Yeah, I think seven's a solid spot. Um, I mean, like I said, they played the Giants this week. I mean, not much to really improve upon. I mean, if you're, you mean you could beat up on the Giants. The Giants are horrible. They have a third string quarterback in there, so not really that impressive of a win. Like you said, it really just depends on how they do the rest of the year with their better opponents and see if they can actually win some meaningful games. Staying at number six this week, the Miami Dolphins. They had the bye week this week. Uh, we talked about this last week. They, you know, at home, they're a really, really good team. On the road, not so much. Uh, but I still think, you know, with this loss for Buffalo this week, Miami, I think, now has this division wrapped up. Uh, um, you know, they, they still, I believe, have to play Buffalo at home. So... That that could be, you know, a win there, obviously, because, like I said, Miami at home is very good. Um, yeah, uh, they but they need to start winning on the road if they really want to be, you know, if they really want to have any chance at playing for a Super Bowl this year. Yeah, um, they definitely do. Um, you know, the Dolphins had that bye week, and uh, hopefully they can kind of straighten some things up moving forward here moving up two spots the san francisco 49ers are at number five obviously a huge win against a division leading team in the jaguars a big blowout win i mean obviously you you know 34 to 3 um you know it's a very very good win uh like i said earlier you know that defense looked incredible in this game um brock purdy had a nice bounce back after, you know, three really, really rough weeks for him. Um, you know, I don't think he's completely back because it is Brock Purdy. You're not going to get far with him, I think. But, you know, the Niners, a very good win here. Deserves to be back in this top five. Obviously, holding a division-leading team to three points is pretty impressive. Yeah, they bounced back this week, man. The 49ers, I think that they are going to start – rolling again i kind of said that they uh they had to get back on track and this was a nice win for them hopefully they uh can get back to where they were at the start of the year where they were just dominating the entire nfl yeah i i think they will um but right now they they don't have you know the record like the lions do uh speaking of the lions they move up one spot to number four um you know, Montgomery is back. He's healthy. Obviously, he had a huge game. Uh, the offensive line played all five starters this week for the first time since, I believe, week one. Um, no uh, no sacks allowed. Only eight pressures on on 33 dro- uh, dropbacks for Goff, which is obviously really, really, really good efficiency. Very good uh, pass protection. Running, I mean... This team is incredible on the run game right now. I mean, that that offensive line just moves everyone out of their way. They deserve this top uh, this top five spot. I could probably maybe argue them above the Chiefs right now, um, who are above them still. But you know, it is what it is. There. Yeah, honestly, I um, I gotta agree, man. The Lions have uh really performed well i mean like you said the offensive line showed out this week and and golf had a lot of time in the pocket no sacks they they, um they come out with the big win against you know their best opponent so far that they actually won against so uh that was big for them yeah that, that offensive line it's completely healthy um going forward man i really really hope this this team that offensive line stays healthy the rest of the year um 
no injuries. They played every single snap. So, yeah, very solid game for them. Uh, dropping down one spot to number three is the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, they, they played, obviously, a very good game this week overall. Uh, Lamar Jackson obviously had his breakdown in the fourth quarter, but um, ultimately they lost to a division rival on a last-second field goal. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is a loss. Um, it should have been a game they probably should have won, but not a bad spot still here at number three. I would still argue them over Kansas City personally, but that's just me. Yeah, it's tough because this week, um, you know, uh, the Baltimore lost, so they're definitely probably factoring that in. And um, But it's tough, too, because, you know, they beat the Lions, so they got the Lions uh, below them, but then the Lions beat the Chiefs, so kind of difficult uh, to see how they were going to rank those uh, two through four there, but I'm fine with Baltimore being at three. In my honest opinion, I'd put Baltimore at two, Lions at three, and Kansas City at four, but it is what it is. Uh, moving up one spot, though, to number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, obviously, they had the bye week this week, um, but there, something just is not right with that offense, man. They cannot move the ball against not even, you know, great defenses, um, you know, but something's just not clicking. Um they, they have a really good defense. Just, just their offense doesn't complement it for some reason this year. Um, maybe they, they change some or they fix some things uh, this week during the bye week. We'll see this weekend how that plays out. But I just I can't put the Chiefs at number two right now, man. I just can't. Yeah. Um, I think it's tough. Um, I mean, I can definitely argue the Ravens and the Lions above them. I understand why, but, um, you know, Chiefs haven't been that great, and, uh, you know, losing to the Broncos was definitely tough uh, for them. Yeah, it's very, very tough for them. Obviously, they have the lead of, you know, they, right now they have the number one seed for the AFC, um, you know, but they're going to be fighting Baltimore for that. Obviously, Baltimore had their loss this week, but I feel like Kansas City is going to lose a couple more games this year. I, I, I really do, man. That, that offense just has not been clicking at all this year. Mahomes has not been that great. And then at number one, staying at number one, the best team in football right now. Uh, obviously, they had a bye week this week, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, you know, it, it, this bye week came at a right time for them. Uh, you know, he, he has – he's been fighting a knee injury. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been. I should clarify that. Um you know, but the the Eagles obviously, you know, the best record right now. They have the most complete team, I think. Um, they're they're but they're in a fight. They're in a fight for that number one seed still with with you know Detroit obviously. Um, but I you know they they've looked obviously really good so far to start the year. I think they'll they'll continue to look really really good and unless something you know unforeseen happens. You know, Philly for now, I think until someone beats them, genuinely beats them, not some unforeseen bullshit, you know, Philly's going to stay at this number one spot. Yeah, Philly is just uh, the best team right now. They had some question marks and some, you know, tough games earlier on, but overall, if we look at all the games played and, you know, who's kind of been the most uh, on, on top of their stuff, uh, the Eagles have come out with uh, a lot of big W's. So, um, you know, big game for them coming up um, against the Chiefs. Uh, we'll see how that game goes. Yeah, big, big game here. I think the Chiefs lose this one, but we'll we'll talk about that um, on Thursday. So that wraps up your NFL power rankings. So let's get right into the NCAA top 25 matchups from this weekend. And we'll start it off with Thursday night's matchup. Uh, Louisville holding on, number 11 Louisville, holding on to beat Virginia, winning 31-24 in a game where I thought Louisville would just blow them out of the water. But no, uh Virginia had a nice, nice third quarter. Um, actually took the lead going into the fourth quarter, and it was just a very close game from there. 
Um, they went in the second half down 14 nothing, and then it was all, you know, uh, Virginia for that third quarter. And then, yeah, Louisville just barely getting the win here. Yeah, Louisville, um, that was definitely a tough win for them. And they've had their uh, their struggles this year uh, as well. But um, they were able to pull out the win. Uh, obviously, just doing what they needed to, but just barely. Number 10, Penn State hosted number 3, Michigan. Michigan getting the win 24-15. to um, they didn't have, you know, stolen signs in this game, so and and to pull off a win, pretty impressive. Um, but Sharon Moore acting like Harbaugh died, um, like right before the game, dude. Come on, man, just c- come on. That was soft. That was really soft. For real, man. Uh, I had a little bit of money on Michigan in this game. Nothing crazy, so I'm glad they were able to win that one. Um, looking back, of course, would have put a little bit more on it. Uh. Just wasn't sure, man. I thought Penn State. I knew that Penn State's defense would be showing out, but, you know, that offense is a big concern, and it definitely was this game. I mean, the offense looked trash, and the defense looked good, so that's Penn State's biggest problem right there. Yeah, they, they have a they have a dumbass head coach who, who doesn't know how to recruit offensive players. He can recruit the fuck out of some defensive players, let me tell you. Um, but their, their offense is horrible. Drew Aller's been shit. Um, they couldn't run the ball this week either. Um, and then, yeah, Mich- Michigan obviously uh, finally playing a real defense. Um, but Sharon Moore, he did make a nice ballsy move. He realized that this offensive line could not pass protect against a real pass rush. Um, so he just ran it the rest of the uh, the second half, didn't throw, throw a pass in the second half, and ended up working out very well for them uh, in the end. Because, uh, you know, a lot a lot of, you know, coaches will, will get that ego in them and say, like, no, nah, no, nah, we can still pass the ball. But he just kept his head down and said, we'll just keep doing what this defense can't stop, and that's run the ball. And they, Penn State was stacking the box, and Michigan's offense was still running the ball very effect, very effectively against Penn State. So uh, big credit to, uh, to Sharon Moore for having the balls to do that. Mm-hmm. Kentucky hosted number eight Alabama. Bama wins this forty-nine to twenty-one. Um, I'm gonna start calling them Zombie Bama because it's just like they're they're, they're still alive somehow, but they're also dead at the same time. Um, so I think it just works to call them that. Uh, but yeah, um, not you know the best performance from Kentucky, but a very very good win for Bama. Much needed turnaround. Uh, in this one, and and Milrow, I think he's starting to finally turn turn the corner, man, because he's pl- he's been playing pretty well the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Milrow, man, he's been. Um, I think he had like four rushing touchdowns or something like that, and uh, I don't know if it was this week's game or last week, um, but he's been performing a lot better than uh, he was at the start of the year. And Bama looks somewhat decent compared to. How they were kind of perceived at the start with, you know, the tough loss uh, to Texas, and then, um, you know, thinking that Bama might uh, be done. Bama's still in it, but like you said, not really in it at the same time. So it's kind of tough. Yeah, he he had four last week against LSU, and he had three this week too. So I mean, yeah, racking up the uh, the touchdowns for sure. He had six total touchdowns uh, in this game, which is incredible. Uh, number 16, Kansas hosted Texas Tech. Kansas losing this game. Texas Tech wins it 16-13. Um, this, I mean, look, Kansas has been up and down all year. They have good wins, and then they have bad losses, and it's just, they've just been inconsistent with it. Um, you know, obviously, there's some things that Kansas needs to fix. Texas Tech, they're fighting for bowl eligibility they get a nice win here, um, a much-needed win in this hunt for bowl eligibility because a loss there probably would have sealed them to not have that this year. So, um, But this this was a very boring, low-scoring game. Um, but, yeah, Kansas didn't do what they needed to do. Yeah, this definitely was a uh, you know, low-scoring, um, not as 
good of a game here. Um, a lot of uh, a lot going on in this game, but yeah, Kansas uh, definitely a uh, interesting one there for them. Yeah, definitely a very interesting game to say the least. Uh, number twenty-three, Tulane hosted Tulsa. Tulane winning this one twenty-four to twenty-two. Um, this was not, you know, a very good game for uh for Tol for uh for Tulane. I mean, uh, Tulsa, you know, they they had a uh, they had a touchdown with three minutes left. They tried to go for the two-point conversion and they missed it. And that's basically what what sealed the deal uh, in this game uh, for Tulane. And um, you know, they they've been good at times the defense has always been questionable this year uh but the offense lately has not been very productive uh for Tulane but they take care of business and and you know they improve to nine and one yeah uh Tulane here um you know definitely was uh was a tough game um with them being ranked and it coming so close man uh definitely thought I could see a upset there yeah, there there was I, I I thought for a moment we could see an upset, but they hold on. Uh number twenty one, Arizona went on the road to Colorado. They win this game thirty four to thirty one. Um I, I I'm honestly shocked that Colorado was in this game at all, considering the way Arizona's been playing the last few weeks. Um Arizona obviously handling business. Uh, but they, they were able to, you know, kick the last second field goal to win this game after tying it up early, early in the fourth quarter. Uh, the defense held on throughout the entire fourth quarter. Um, Shador Sanders actually had a pretty damn good game. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly shocked that Colorado was even in this game at all, considering just how good Arizona's defense has been so far. Yeah. I mean, uh, Colorado kind of made the joke about them being the hack for some easy money with them losing all these games. And, man, this was a sweat. This definitely was one they had to sweat out for Arizona, man. They were down, like, most of this game. Um, came back and uh, won at the end. So that was a good win, but also kind of a bad win, too, because you know, they won the close game, but can't be that close with Colorado, man. Uh, yeah. B- betting against Colorado is like the infinite money glitch, man. It, it really is. Uh, but yeah, no, I, you can't be having a, a a win like that. Yes, they took care of business. They won the game, but Colorado is not that good, man. You got you got to do a lot better than that. Number twenty five, Kansas State hosted Baylor. Kansas State winning this one fifty nine to twenty five. It was really no question. Um, you know, Baylor getting some garbage time touchdowns. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, Kansas State just had a really good game. Howard had a very solid game as well, th- throwing for three touchdowns for Kansas State. Um, but yeah, man, just just a really really solid game from Kansas State after a tough loss last week. Yeah, um, you know they had uh, Baylor, so wasn't too difficult of a, a matchup. Uh, you know, last week. Like you said, they kept it close with uh, Texas there. Um, but we'll see how they do moving forward here um, with a uh, big rivalry next week against Kansas. Yeah, that's going to be a very, very fun game to watch, especially once we see the rank, the uh, the college football playoff rankings, uh, which still haven't come out yet, by the way, so we're waiting on those. Um, but, yeah, a big, big you know, in-state rivalry next week, which will be uh, – Fun to watch for sure. Uh, speaking of in-state rivalries, though, uh, number four, Florida State hosted Miami. Florida State pulling off the W, twenty-seven to twenty. Obviously, this I think this this game was pretty much wrapped up uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, the, the Florida State defense stepped up. Um, obviously, they were they were down for a little bit. Uh, you know, going into your they they were down at uh, thirteen to ten, you know, in the third quarter, and then it was pretty much all FSU the rest of the way. Uh, Keon Coleman with had a pretty damn good game. I know, you know, 
oh, you know, those are some wounds still for you guys, for you Sparty fans. But, uh, yeah, good game. Uh, Florida, I'm surprised they didn't win it by much more, but, you know, they still ended up with the W, and I believe they still covered as well. So, um, yeah, very good game. Yeah, it wasn't looking like it at first that they would cover, but uh, Forest State ended up uh, winning this one. Um, you no, know, it was a good win against Miami. Miami's definitely fallen off since their whole, uh, what do we even want to call it? Like Embarrassment. Always, yeah, we always trademarked the Miami miracle, but this one was like, um, we'll just say the Mario Cristobal. Uh, Mario Cristobal does the fucking... Dumbass! I don't. I don't fucking. Yeah. Fl- Florida State was favored by fifteen and a half here, so yeah, they definitely didn't cover this. Yeah, but um, but still a good win for Florida State here, and uh, continue their push to try and get into the college football playoffs. That's for sure. Uh, number five, Washington hosted number eighteen, Utah. I thought this would be the week where the Pac-12 really starts to cannibalize itself. Uh, I thought Utah would win this game just barely. But Washington holds on for the victory, 35-28. Penix, obviously, the last couple weeks he hadn't been playing that well. He played a pretty solid game this week. Um, You know, Utah went into into the half leading this game, 28-24. And then Washington's defense just stood up, man. They they really, really did. Um, And uh, at the end of the day, you know, Washington – pulled off the W um they 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 scored a uh they scored a, a, a field goal in the third quarter and then a touchdown they failed the two-point conversion which at that point in the game why would you go for a two-point conversion but then they later on got a safety in that so they basically got their two-point conversion anyways um but yeah uh UW with the W here yeah um that was a uh, a nice game there. I di- I picked Utah, but I thought Utah had a good chance of possibly upsetting them, and um, that was a nice uh, win there for Washington as Washington continues, and they're just right on the outside there. Could they jump Florida State in this new uh, this new ranking? We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely see. Uh, number fourteen, Missouri hosted number thirteen, Tennessee. And Tennessee got their asses handed to them. I've said it all season long. Tennessee is fraud. They they're one of the most fraudulent teams right now in the SEC, and they proved it this week. Missouri winning thirty six to seven. Um, just just a very very embarrassing game. Joe Milton, uh, you know, threw twenty two for thirty four. He had an interception. Um. Just you know, he's just overthrowing guys left and right, and that Tennessee defense couldn't stop a you know a five year old running the football. Man, it was it was it was literally just an embarrassment. Yeah, it was a nice win for Mizzou, man, as they continued to uh, make a push for a solid bowl game. And uh, Tennessee, man, so they get Connecticut last week, where they just obliterate. And then uh, they shit the bed against Mizzou, and then they got Georgia the following week. So Tennessee, I think, is going to have a, a rough couple weeks here after that uh, ego win, I guess, against Connecticut. Yeah, I I, th- I think they definitely will. Um, but yeah, they they play Georgia this coming week, man. And I I, I got some jokes stored uh, for this week for Thursday's episode, man, about about this Tennessee team. So. You'll just have to wait for that one. Uh, big upset, though. Uh, UCF absolutely obliterates. Destroys Oklahoma State. Absolutely destroyed. Number 15, Oklahoma State. 45-3. to um, Look, this is a UCF team that almost upset Oklahoma, but didn't. Oklahoma State upset Oklahoma. And then UCF just obliterates Oklahoma State. <laughs> this was a big, big win for UCF, I mean, it was it was you know from the get go, uh, just all UCF. Uh, Bowman for Oklahoma State had an abysmal abysmal game. Nineteen for thirty six and three interceptions. Just absolutely horrible game. Um, so yeah, just um, 
not not a good game for Oklahoma State. UCF, a huge upset win and a very good offensive performance from them as well. Not just defensively did they play well. They played really, really well offensively as well, and they took advantage of every interception that they got. Yeah, um, UCF, man, I mean, we both picked Oklahoma State. I know UCF was actually favored by like two and a half or something going in, and they just beat the doors down Oklahoma State. I don't know what happened to Oklahoma State, man. They just they fell apart. It's, it's like they didn't prepare for this game. I thought they said, oh, yeah, it's UCF. We'll win. They 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 obviously didn't win. Uh, number 22, Iowa, hosted Rutgers. They get the shutout. Uh, 22-0, Iowa wins. Um, you know, the, like I said last week on Thursday, when you see an over-under at 27.5, when you see an over-under that low, uh, pick the under, man, because – It'll hit, and it obviously did here. Um, Iowa's defense, obviously one of the best in the country still. Uh, you know, Rutgers' offense has been really solid this year, and they just got shut out by Iowa. And then Iowa's offense just kind of just did fucking nothing like they always do anyways. Um, but, yeah, Iowa's defense coming up big here, improving them to 8-2, and two, which I didn't see coming, honestly. Yeah, with them having no offense, I didn't expect them to be eight and two either. Um, they uh, they've been winning those games with the defense, man. But uh, it's crazy, man. Just looking at some of their scores, like ten to seven, twelve to ten, fifteen to six. Like, man, just crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Uh. Oregon State, number 12, Oregon State, hosted Stanford. Oregon State obliterating Stanford 62-17. to uh, DJ Ui, Unga, 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 Ula, Just having a really solid game. 12 for 19, but 240 yards, man. That's pretty impressive. Two touchdowns as well. Um, on the opposite side, Ashton Daniels for, for Stanford just looked looked very very bad uh with three interceptions going 10 for 16 too um but yeah man it's a really good game for Oregon State um I, I still you know I think they're probably right now my favorite to win the Pac-12 um that or Oregon man I, I don't think Washington's gonna hold on uh but Oregon State man just really really solid football the last few weeks yeah, Oregon State, man. Uh, I mean, Stanford was a pretty easy opponent for them. Uh, they get the big W, uh, the big win. Yeah, absolutely. A big win there. Uh, number two, Georgia hosted number nine, Ole Miss. Georgia just mopping the floor with Ole Miss, 52-17. to I thought Ole Miss would at least keep this game close because their offense has just been incredible so far this year, but they – didn't even come close, man. It, it was all Georgia all day. Um, Carson Beck had an incredible game, um, and 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 yeah, just this Ole Miss offense could not do anything against Georgia this week. Yeah, um, Georgia finally beat. Like I know they had a decent opponent last week as well, um, but uh, Ole Miss this week toughest opponent yet, and they uh, they showed. Why they uh why they deserve to be in that top conversation here? They're finally beating some respectable teams. Yeah, very very solid win, very respectable win. Um, and they still have you know another ranked team. Well, as of right now, Tennessee's still ranked. Um, but yeah, uh, very solid win for Georgia. Number seventeen, Oklahoma hosted West Virginia. It wasn't even a game, man. Oklahoma wins it 59-20. to um, Obviously a bounce back uh, after losing to uh, to Oklahoma State uh, and to Kansas two weeks in a row um, after having beaten, uh, you know, Texas a few weeks before that. Uh, this was just a nice bounce back win for Oklahoma, get themselves out of that streak. Um, obviously West Virginia is not that great of a team this year. Uh, but you know, it was a fairly solid game, uh, for Oklahoma. I thought maybe West Virginia would keep this one close, but 
and in the end they didn't. Yeah, um definitely thought it'd be a little bit closer um than it was. Um but um definitely an um uh, a nice win there. Speaking of uh nice wins, uh Ohio State, number one Ohio State hosted Michigan State. Um, I didn't watch a whole lot of this game just because I knew going into this game that Michigan State was going to get blown out, and they did. Ohio State wins 38-3. to um, This just proves Michigan's better than Ohio State because, you know, Michigan won it 49-0. Um, just, just saying, just saying. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Kyle McCord, I still can't trust him, man. He had a very solid game. I just don't know if I can trust him. But he does also have the cheat code in Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, I don't know. He's going crazy. I mean, look, state state secondary is worse than like any Mac school. So is their offensive line, but that's another topic. Um, I thought Mel Tucker was like this defensive genius. I know he's obviously not the coach anymore because he, you know, wants to masturbate on the phone. Um, but uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Tuck, 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 Tuck was coming, that's for sure. Um, he was supposed to be like this defensive-minded genius and, you know, ha- have really great defensive recruits, and this is what you get. I mean, yeah, Harlan Barnett's a moron running the team, but, yeah, uh, Ohio State, a nice win here. Marvin Harrison Jr. just wasn't able to be covered at all because he's just a cheat code. And Michigan State's uh, secondary sucks. So, yeah. Uh, TCU hosted number seven, Texas. Um, Texas, obviously, getting the win here, 29-26. Uh, to 26. Um, Quinn Ewers, he's back. He played a f- solid game, I would say, but the defense just didn't hold up this week. Um you know, I, I expected more from the offense, but not a whole lot more than what they scored. But that defense, allowing TCU to be even with within you know sniffing distance of this game, um, not a very good game. But overall, you know, Texas getting the job done. Yeah, it was um, definitely a tough one there for Texas, but they were able to to get the job done and uh, get the win. Yeah, very solid, solid game. Overall, just, you know, execution needs to be a little bit better for uh, Texas. Uh, number 19, LSU hosted Florida. LSU winning 52-35. to 35. Um, You know, this was a pretty close game, uh, you know, midway through the third quarter. And then after that, it was just pretty much all LSU, man. Um, LSU getting the big W here. Um, Florida obviously isn't the greatest team uh, this year, I think they're a little bit better than I expected them to be. Uh, but yeah, uh, LSU, big big W here um, against a, uh, a a you know division rival. Yeah, LSU with the big bounce back win against uh, Florida here after uh, they lost to Bama. So definitely a a nice one and uh, what a game from uh, from Jaden Daniels there. Yeah, Jaden Daniels looked absolutely incredible in this game. Yards. Yeah, so that's that's insane. That that is that is video game numbers, man. That that is video game numbers. Uh, number twenty four, North Carolina hosted Duke. This one took two overtimes to finish. North Carolina wins this one, forty seven to forty five. Um, and uh, you know Duke, they missed their. Uh, their two-point conversion to uh, to win the game and or to tie the game up. And, uh, yeah, it ended up with uh, North Carolina winning this game uh, in two overtimes. It was a very, very close game, very fun game to walk. Drake, watch, Drake May had a very, very, very good game, uh, 342 yards, man. He did throw a pick, but, I mean, just, just a very solid game. UNC has been slipping for a while. A nice bounce back win against a very good Duke team. Yeah, um, that was a uh, a tough one there. Uh, definitely uh, that big rivalry that they have. Um, you know, UNC Duke's a big rivalry, so 
just seeing um, that game go to double overtime was was crazy. But North Carolina in, ends up pulling out the big win. Yeah, that they do. Uh, USC went on the road to number six Oregon. Oregon wins this one, thirty-six to twenty-seven. Oregon is one of the most complete teams I've seen this year, man. They they're very balanced offensively, defensively they're very very good. Holding this USC defense to only twenty-seven points that is very very impressive. Um, Bo Nix had a very very incredible game, four hundred twelve yards, four touchdowns. Um, but I gotta give credit to this Oregon defense, man. Holding Caleb Williams. 19 for 34, under 300 yards, and only one touchdown, man. Um, that That is very, very impressive because this USC's offense is one of the best in the country. Yeah, USC offense is crazy um, with Caleb Williams there. Um, but Oregon, man, Bo Nix continues to show why he uh, he might be the Heisman frontrunner. I mean, between him and Penix and even Marvin Harrison Jr., if he can sneak in. Um, it's going to be a, a close race there. Yeah, it, it definitely will. I think Bo Nix might be the betting favorite now because, I mean, they – I mean, he's just been playing out of his mind this year. So that wraps up the uh, the top 25 matchups for this week. Um, I'm going to try to find somewhere – the, the new college football committee rankings because I can't find anything right now on ESPN. Um, I'm only seeing the AP poll stuff, so um, let's let's see here real quick. Um, nope, that's last week's rankings. They still haven't come out with this week's rankings. Okay, so... Um, I think we're just gonna have to do rankings on Thursday's episode, man, because uh, I'm I'm not seeing anything uh, for uh, for the for the new updated rankings this week, which is weird. Uh, so yeah, I think that's just about gonna do it, then, guys. Uh, Mike, you got anything else you want to add? Um, no. So uh, definitely a, at least a quicker episode this week compared to some of our other ones. You know, still a little bit of time here going through all the previews and football definitely uh getting underway here and the full swing of things as uh we get to you know thanksgiving time we're gonna see some uh big nfl and college games bowl games are gonna be coming around soon so definitely gonna be exciting times there um we're gonna try and again incorporate some more hockey and uh, basketball with some power rankings probably once or twice um once a week or uh, once every couple weeks uh, moving forward here as well. Yeah, uh, that sounds just about right. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. Remember, rate, review, subscribe. Help us out. Let us know what else you guys want to hear. And we will see you guys on Thursday.